Today is May 12th. Do you think that we can keep losing the rest of the year and still manage to stay in first place? Mitch Keller was stellar on Tuesday. The bats couldn't do enough. It's the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh and I am joined again by my brother Jake. What's up? Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Try now. Yeah, yeah. Got a quick question for you, man. Yeah. Can you bring the interface up so I can see what's going on, bud? Oh, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> Great start. that wasn't it all right so go ahead and tell me what's going on (laughs) yeah uh great great enjoying some really good weather down here right now i got to go to a shuckers game this afternoon good time get to not root for them just watch baseball you know it's all I got down here, man. It's all I got, and it's 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 a shame. It's the Brewers farm system, so I can't really cheer for them. Oh, okay. But I enjoy going to just watch some baseball. Sure. Yeah, I got you. Well, I, I tell you what, we too. can root for though. Oh, you got fried too. Yeah, fried, fried. I tell you what, we can root for is their their parent club can just keep losing <laughs> because somehow. Yes. As frustrated as we get watching these games when we're only paying attention to the Pirates, somehow they're staying in first place. Yeah, I'll take it. So for now, yeah, you want to if you're going to go bad, right? You want to go bad kind of early. Mm-hmm. We got our opportunity to get really hot and put ourselves in a good position, and then we kind of went bad. And somehow you're lucky enough that the rest of the division also is going bad. You know what the worst part about it is? If we'd have just played 500 ball, we'd just be making a bigger yeah. and bigger gap and gaining ground. Yeah, we'd be we'd be a solid what? Like 5 5 or 6 games up in the division right now. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, and that's it's the crazy. thing, that's the thing like when when we take this approach where we say, oh, but are they gonna be are they gonna be in this thing in the end? You know what I mean? We question that. We don't really know. We we have our doubts that they're not gonna be in this thing in the end and all that stuff. But then you say, but maybe. I mean, if they just keep playing well, this would have been an opportunity to just prolong that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know that the, the, we know that what they did in April, they're probably not going to do that for another month this year. For Maybe. a full for a full month, we know that they're probably not going to do that again, just because of how many things were going well at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I could see I could see another record like that, um, but I don't see another stretch of eighteen quality starts. Like, yeah, twenty and lot. eight though is that's like a big time. It is. Uh, like, even if it's like 18 and 10, you know what I mean? Like, I could see, get, but like, to get to 20 wins in a month again, it's probably not going to happen, right? You never close the door because it's baseball. 
Right. Anything can happen in baseball, it seems like. And it has already happened once. And so, I mean, that, that increases the possibility where it could happen again. I I don't know. I think for some people it might decrease the possibility <laughs> just because like, yeah, you did this and you had that month. You had your good month now. What are you going to do with it from here on? Because you're always going to have your good months and your bad. You know what I mean? Now, granted, if you were built like the Dodgers, you could say we need to do that again. You know what I mean? Or we need yeah. to do that. But you're not, you know? And there isn't a lot of proven talent. Now, this is what I'm saying. that Understand that just because somebody's proven doesn't make them, like, not talented. Or somebody who's not proven doesn't make them not talented, right? If the talent's there and everything's clicking, sure, they could do it again. I guess when you say we project them to probably do it again, well, that would be they have a team full of guys who are who we've seen them do it before. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only difference. It doesn't mean that they're that the team that's making a bunch of money or even a team that's proven is going to repeat it. It doesn't mean that, right? I mean, we're looking at the Cardinals right now. They have a lineup that could be a top five lineup in baseball. And they're not playing well. Yeah. And I know most of that's their pitching, but certainly hitting is, there's got to be some of it. Like you, hitting will win you some games if your pitching's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I really, in, in my head, I'm watching a team play and I don't like what I see. And then I look at my computer and I'm like, we're still there. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? How do you, how do you compartmentalize saying our season's over when you're watching the game <laughs> and then you turn and say, but we're still in the driver's seat. And, yeah, and, I, and I think, I think we, there's a lot of shifting. I'll go with your driving reference. There's, okay. there's a lot of shifting we can do here. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of moving pieces. And I think our pitching, our starting pitching hit a definite bump in the road. And I, and I think that's looking a little bit better recently. Um, and then our offense is just completely just not there right now. So yeah. when we went on that big streak, our, our starting pitching was great. Our bullpen was great. Our hitting was great. Everything was going smooth. We were on cruise control. Defense. Right? Our defense looked good. Yeah. It's not now even just errors just, right now. It's There's a lot of things going on defensively that frustrate. Some of them are bad plays, bad decisions. There are errors involved. There's also just... Things that are happening that are frustrating, I'll I'll expound a second, but then there's also things that are like freak things that nobody could have, you know what I mean? Like the time that Santana fields a ball, throws the second, and it hits Diaz in the hand, goes out into left field, that's where where we lost that game, on that play. And that's not, they called it a fielder's choice. No error, because how could you? Yeah. Like the throw was there. Yeah. I I wasn't watching the game at that point. And I I saw like, I'm like reading the thing and I'm like, fielder's choice, but no one, he didn't get it out. Like what in the world happened? That's when I detected you and you were like, oh, I hit Diaz in the hand and bounced. And I think he, I was like, okay, well that makes a little more sense. Yeah. But wild things like. Yeah, and the world. thing is, is is so let's go ahead and get into the games a little bit and and kind of navigate through that because it sounds like we're gonna start talking about that anyway. But um, and and then we'll just kind of keep this 
We're going to skip Monday's game, and we're going to go right into Tuesday, Wednesday, because I think this kind of plays into that. Um, Ortiz makes his season debut, and this is where I was going to go with that because we were just talking about, and I can sum the whole thing up right there, is you have the ball hit off his hand, and this is what, the fourth inning, and it kind of triggers things. You get a run in, and then it's like, okay, well, we could have had two outs right there. That's a double play ball. And then I'm trying to think. There was the the slow roller. You get one out. They have to they have to apply the tag. Another run comes in, and then there's a. I, I can't. I'm trying. I'm pulling up the summary right now. I knew I would do that. So you had the single, the single, and then the fielder's choice where the ball goes out into right field off the hand. Profar is the force out. Um, First baseman, Santana to shortstop. Okay, so this was the second one right after that. Another chance to turn two. And it just it went from Santana over to Marcano all the way back. They just couldn't get it. And then a walk, which is th- that's part of where I'm going with this. And then the force out. This is the one where uh, Bay fields the ball. He goes for the tag. You got bases loaded. He If he goes to second, they don't get a double play because it's a slow roller. What you'd like to see is field the ball. When he starts backing out of the way, throw to first, then throw to second, get the out there. The problem with that is is then it's not a force out. The run scores anyway, but at least you get out of the inning. Instead, he he thinks twice. He makes sure of that out, and then the inning keeps going. Um, and then Blackman singles. You get, another, you get another run in to make it four. And then Gritchick singles. Scored another run. Now it's 5-1, and they finally get out of it. So two more runs come in after that decision to not throw to first and get the out when you could and then try to get the out at second. You know what I mean? Making sure of one out instead of trying for two in a way, you could have limited that damage a little bit. So that's one of those things where it was like, it's not really an error. I understand getting the out. But you can get out of that inning. Yes, the run's going to score either way. Yeah. But you could have I mean, kept there's... that closer, and then you end up with two more singles. And these were not, like, these were not hit hard. They weren't, you know what I mean? What it was was Ortiz gets into a situation, and he just did not have the strikeout pitch. And you just, if you can't put a guy away with the strikeout, yes, you're getting soft contact. And I know that that's kind of thing, like, man, he was just really unlucky that inning. You're not wrong, but at the same time, like, go get him. You've got to be able to get, to get some swing and miss in those scenarios and try to get those strikeouts to limit that damage. And even though you're unlucky, even with the throw, and then you just couldn't get the double play, and then the slow roller, and then a couple little base hits, and I don't believe they were hit hard, but that's still four of them. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. kept yeah. giving it up. Plus the, you put you put a walk in the middle of that inning too. And and it kind of it kind of caught up with him. And and I don't say that to say he pitched bad cuz he didn't pitch bad. It was some unlucky pitching, but he didn't have the stuff. Right. So I think that's where I'm at. I, I think that's where I'm at with that one. I cuz I know that there's a lot of that. It it's it's bad luck, but when you don't have the strikeout pitch, uh, Ronzi ran into not having the strikeout pitch his last time out too. He would he would be great until he got to two strikes, couldn't put him away, and that's when you start running into a problem. What he finished with in this game um, was it three? 
No, he only had one strikeout. And that walk, that was his only walk. So he only gives up two earned runs of the five because of the error by Marcano. Um, now, did they end up did they end up giving that a missed catch? No, was that a different play? That was a different play. That's right. That's right. Okay. So anyway, I don't know. Ortiz, I, I would hope, I know that there was a lot of people saying, oh, this will be one. We've got some days off coming up, which is actually a really good point. Um, we do have a lot of days off. We've got a day off on Thursday this week, which I know that's yesterday, according to when you guys are hearing this. I always like to clarify this. We are recording this Friday after the game. or <laughs> We're recording this Wednesday, Wednesday after the game. <laughs> so even later, we'll say the Orioles, we don't know how their series ended. But um, but Pirates have Thursday off, and then they play the weekend series. They've got Monday off. Then they play Tuesday, Wednesday, and have Thursday off again. So there's a there's a possibility of them optioning Ortiz down to bring up maybe another reliever or something and keep 14 guys on the bench or 14 hitters and, and 12 pitchers and go with a four-man rotation through here. Because of the days off, they have the ability to do that. I really hope that Ortiz gets another start to kind of see if, you know, I'd like to see it. Yeah. Because anything can anything can be a one-start thing. If Oviedo struggles against the Orioles and Ortiz comes back in his next outing and looks good, maybe there's that kind of a switch for a minute. If Velasquez is going to come back. Maybe. I don't know. I just want to see it again. Ortiz was so good in AAA. Seemed to have his command. The strikeout pitch was working. I just want to give him a shot to see if it's maybe a possibility. But either way, wasn't able to get that one. Um, Tuesday... Night was the ninth straight game with two runs or less. And more of that on Wednesday. Yeah. More of that on Wednesday. Rich Hill. Uh, so Wednesday we did get to three runs and then it stopped. Rich Hill goes three and two thirds, was not happy with himself. It's that age old. Uh, I, I know you know where I'm going here. They went, they went out and got Moretta. He was mad. It's three runs on the day, one earned, two walks, four strikeouts, and they went and got him. I think there was a little bit of he was he was mad, but then there was also a little bit of he didn't want to be taken out either. Yeah. Um, let's see where he was at here. 75 pitches, and they got him out of there. Moretta gets him out of it, but I'm going to – I know you're going to roll your eyes at me, but he made the error. Those are earned runs. Oh. No. I know. Still an error. Still an because error. Because the offense didn't earn the run. Yeah. But he deserves to have that on his on his record. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> if you make the error, you can't say, well, if it wasn't for my shortstop. No, it was you, man. <laughs> I know. The it doesn't ever. I will, play, lose, I will lose the argument every time. Every I time. understand that because I am wrong. But I still feel <laughs> like. Because I think of that as like, why are you off the hook? You're the one that screwed it up. And then you do it with two outs, and you're just like, who cares if I get out of this inning? <laughs> well, quit asking us to field the ball and throw it somewhere. Oh. It's not our job. Yeah, he gets soft contact. He doesn't do it. Dude, Moretta <laughs> continues to be effective, though. Yeah. Hernandez comes in, does a good job. Stevenson. <laughs> my video froze. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stevenson, man, his ERA is still a 2.0, so I'm just indifferent there. He's been 
effective, but I always feel like when I'm watching, I'm not sure if it's going to continue. Yeah. So what do you got on the day here, man? <laughs> Tell me what you see on the Wednesday. So, uh, it, for me, a lot of it boils down to the end of the game. I thought we showed a little fight there, mm. and I, and I and I get I get going with the hot hand with Palacios there at the end, the last at bat. But dude wasn't even close. Every time he swung the bat, he wasn't even close. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's been raking in AAA. But I mean, if you're gonna pinch hit for hedges. You had him. Delay has been hitting in the major leagues all year. (laughs) You have, yeah, you have Delay and you have Palacios. And I I don't know what kind of book we have on this guy in the dugout, but like even Greg Brown is calling off batting averages and he's like, lefties can't hit this guy and righties can. It's the first thing he said. And I was like, oh, they even made a comment like, you think, or or, do you think uh, Castro even considers hitting right handed? Okay, no, because that's an angle thing and it's going to mess him up. So, no. And if you're Castro, you're confident, right? You're not going to say, like, well, I can't hit left-handed. So, (laughs) he's not going to do that. But, uh, man, you know what I mean? You you went with Bay in a pinch hit um, for Owings, a right-handed hitter. Now, Owings was 0 for 3, and we're not sure that Owings... I, I liked the Bay move. Yeah. And Bay's not a typical left-handed hitter anyway, but either way. And you knew that it wasn't going to be Owings hedges. But then when you started looking at it, you were like, man, Bay's going to have to hit here because we've gone through. We've gone through our, our, our team here. And then it's just down to delay in Palacios. I assumed it would be delay with knowing that. I understand the hot hand as far as like, well, he's been seeing it well. He's been hitting well. Let's give him a chance. But I can't imagine, I can't imagine going into that dugout with delay not getting an opportunity when everyone else did, and Bro sitting there hitting three eighty. Right. So that one is a little confusing to me as well. I, I I felt like that should have been the way to go. Apparently, this guy has nasty stuff against lefties. Yeah. I, I'm just not sending a right twenty seven year old journeyman who's 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 lit on fire. I mean, whatever. If if all the if all the stuff is right, like he he was reluctant to wear contacts, and then he started wearing contacts and started seeing the ball better and hitting, but he didn't mm. want to wear contacts. And I'm like, if that's true, then all you're saying is, I mean, I guess I suppose the talent's been there, but I couldn't see. <laughs> so I put on contacts. Now all of a sudden I'm hitting. That does kind of tell me like, oh, well, that could be a reason why something would click. All right. However, yeah. ah, man, that's just a big spot. Yeah, it's it, that and in the, the the base is loaded with no outs. And what was that? The sixth inning? I think that's the big thing. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. The sixth inning to me was a better chance to score than than we what we had right there. Yeah, I mean, you have bases loaded, no outs. You have to figure it out. Yeah, I, I don't care what you do. You have to figure out how to get a run. Yeah. And not that I'm blaming uh, Rabella for this one. Like you send Reynolds on that, absolutely, hundred um, percent. Uh, yeah, I do too. But, we had we had some of that. I I, I send him too. He, the throw's got to be that good, and it was that it good, was. and it was still a very close play. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is it shouldn't have been on that at bat. Right, contact has to be made. 
with bases loaded, nobody out, and with Connor Joe up, man, I tell you, as good as he's been, runners in scoring position, he's not coming through. He's more of a of a starter than he is a a drive, uh, you know, a finisher, I guess. Yeah, uh, maybe in a way, it seems like a lot of rallies start with his double down the line, more yeah. than like oh, two runs have scored on his double down the line, be and when we were behind or tied. And so I think that that's been a big thing. But Connor Joe, his only strikeout of the day comes with the bases loaded and nobody out. And, man, you just don't want that. You can't have yeah. it. And then Andujar yeah. does this, you know, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Castro hits the – Andujar struck out later in a, in a spot, right? Castro hits the, the ball that – it's just not deep enough for a sack fly, but you, you have to at that point. If that's the first out, he never goes. So if Joe hits that same ball, then we're we're okay. It's up to you, Castro. Yeah. And then it's the same thing that the strikeout is, right? At that point. But the fact that whatever happened that one before, like you have to make contact there. Even a ground ball double play scores a run. Well, the infield yeah. was the infield in at that point. I, probably. I if so, know. that's even more important to get, put the ball in play. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there though. I think that is bigger than. Than Palacios not coming through in that in that moment right there, I, boy, you really kind of want Castro to be sent there. When you watch you the replay, it, yeah, when you watch the replay, he was going to be way out. But yeah, and and you end up with another cruise play. That's true too. So I mean, I I yeah, but you I, can't. Avoid, I was watching the I game. I understand and what you're like, saying, but like, you don't right. want you don't want to avoid scoring runs just to try to keep people from getting injured, but. I understand no, what you're saying. But yeah, I mean and cuz you could make the same case about Reynolds, don't send him to avoid getting injured. But you had you had the Cruz injury early on. You just this game, you had Reynolds thrown out at home by the same guy the ball was hit to. Right? The center fielder still picked that one up too, right? Baze? Yeah, but that's I mean, it would have been a relay. Yeah, that's it a relay. It would have been a relay, but still. Yeah, it's still it's a relay. You know he's going to get it in quick and get it to the relay man in a good so we can go back to like the Tampa series with Siri and Centerfield. And there was a couple plays where they were going to run on Siri or not run on Siri. Well, we know Siri. We know that arm. I, I don't know Doyle. Who the heck is Doyle? You know what I'm saying? He's, like, the, he's the announcer for the Indians. <laughs> Harry Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> you got Brenton Doyle in Centerfield. And I'm just like, who's this guy? Right. I don't know if he's got a good arm or not. I want to make him throw the ball. Yeah. But when you're talking about a relay to an infielder who uh, is probably to Tovar, the shortstop, who who really wasn't that mind. deep. Yeah, and he wasn't that deep. Right. He was going to be out. You know what I mean? Like, you see that in the replay, that it would have been a stupid move to send him. I'm just saying, as a fan, <laughs> knowing who's coming up next, you're yeah. like, uh, like for me, I was thinking, is Hedges up next? You know what I mean? Like, please right. just send him. See if they throw it in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so then they're pinch hitting, and it's like, if it's delay, I'm feeling like, okay, just, you know, base hit. Bay will score. Yeah. So anyway, that's the big thing. You lose the series. If, if you can get away, like you can get away with that middle game and the way that it got away from you, Underwood just kind of, Blew, they, he just blew that thing open in his inning, um, which he's been good, 
So I don't really know, man. He's such a wild card for me. I, I watch him one game and I'm like, man, maybe Underwood's okay. And then I watch him in another game and I'm like, please, I don't want to see him again. <laughs> but Stevenson coming into this, like I said, he has got a 2.0. After after Tuesday's game, it was a 1.13. Like he's just been effective. Yeah. But I don't really know. All right, let's stop talking about this. The offense, runners in scoring position, let's check those. This has been the thing. Today, wrong team. One for four, which was a little bit of what we saw the other day with not even having anybody in scoring position. One for eight on Tuesday. And Monday, the Pirates were, oh, oops, the Rockies. The Pirates were one for six. So... Making strides. We're now getting one hit with runners in scoring position instead of zero. Yeah, it's, it's got to keep getting better. I mean, we were there at one point. I don't see why we can't get back there. You know, we're going to get Cruz back. We're going to get, we're going to see like Andy coming up. We're going to see, there's, like I said, there's a lot of moving pieces yet. Yeah, it's been 10 straight games with three runs or less. And I think that's still, I know it was not, we were saying nine with two runs or less, and then we got three. So now we're at 10 straight with three runs or less. You know my thing. Four runs gives yourself a chance to win a baseball game. You're going to win some, lose some, but it gives yourself a chance. You should average four runs. And that's coming off of the 16-1 to win on the second half of the doubleheader. In Washington. In Washington, winning that series. After beat after winning the Dodgers series, after sweeping the Reds in the in the Rockies, and then all of a sudden the whole thing has flipped upside down and they can't score. You're not gonna win series if you can't score. Yeah. And now you have to go play Baltimore. But let's talk about Mitch Keller because I think we want to end this thing on a on a higher note. Let's talk about him. We've got a, a few minutes here to talk about what you saw on Monday night. And I will start by saying, on Monday's episode, I said that he needs to step up and be the stopper, that they've been treating him and grooming him and developing him this season to look like an ace. What did you see on Monday? Saw an ace. You saw a guy who stepped up when his team needed him the most, said, hey, guys, I got this. I mean, there's not a lot to say about it. I mean, it was it was dominance. He went out and he owned the rubber and the Colorado Rockies. Like, there's not much. Austin Hedges went on record saying, I will take Mitch Keller over anyone else in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Against anyone else, not over. Mm-hmm. Against anyone in the league right now. And, I, I mean, he was on MLB Central or whatever it was this morning. And I was just watching it before we hit record. And dude is just, he's hes there, man. He's here. He's he, he, developing new pitches, adding to his repertoire, taking things away. Like, he's going to make the adjustments. If he has a rough outing, he's going to go figure it out. If he's having good outings, he's going to make sure he stays sharp on his stuff. He's there, man. This is our guy. Lock him up. It's Hey, that's a big one there. Lock him up. But also, we said before the year that this team has the potential to have, uh, you know, like three number twos at one, two, and three, if if things go well. And I don't, 
I'm not sure he's not looking like a number one right now. Right. I'm just not sure. I I know that like in order to be called a, like a legitimate ace, because not every team has to even have one, right? You need a stopper. You need a, a a first guy in your rotation. You need the the guy you go to. But like that word ace, it doesn't get thrown around. It's not just the team's best pitcher. Like there's still something extra there. And there are teams with two aces, you know. Yeah. That you know, but you have to earn that. I know they that I know hedges, I think, use the word big dog, which is mm-hmm. like that next that's like that stepping right. You're going right. that way. You're saying right. he's the big dog. And he is absolutely that. He had an opportunity to do the same thing. Um his last outing and and one earned, but ended up with five runs because of some errors. Uh, should have stayed in that game, you know what I mean. Should have should have kept his team in that game if if not for the errors. And he goes one up. He goes one better. He's like, okay, I can't do. I can't even do that. Let's shut him all the way down. Super impressed. Uh, first time in the majors, he's been in the eighth inning. First time in his professional baseball career, he's ever pitched in the ninth inning. Just outrageous. Yeah. Kind of makes you wonder if he's ever in his life pitched in a ninth inning. Right. Because you don't play nine in high school. Hmm. Sometimes like in your summer team, you play that instead of a doubleheader, you play a nine inning game or something sure. like that. Sure. But I wonder if he's ever pitched in the ninth inning. <laughs> That's hilarious to think about. Yeah, it's crazy. The journey that he's been on, man, it and I think that speaks to it. That's that's just wild. The the work that he's put in, the way that he's turned his entire career, how many of us completely gave up on him? Yeah. I told you last year on this show, I was done talking about him, that I wasn't giving up on him, but I was done talking about him until he can change it. It's unbelievable. I said I, I said, I will not look forward to his starts until he makes me. And look, I mean, I mean not that it's me, right? But now all this, because I'm not the only one that said that, right? I'm just saying. Right. Right. And now we're looking for it. We can't wait. If we're struggling, we just like, oh, we just, I'm so glad Mitch is going tomorrow, man. Well, let's, let's get a win. And I think it's yeah. really important if we get wins that on days he pitches, it's important yeah. we win those games now because this team somehow's in first place. We're actually caring about winning <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah. It's not just growth. I was talking to the uh, buddy of mine I went to the Shuckers game with today and he's, he said that he's he's on he's in he he is he's a Red Sox fan so he's not a National League guy. He said his he is convinced the Pirates have a shot to win the division. And all the Pirate fans and that wasn't me talking oh, us up either. Like, and all the Pirates I'm like, fans, oh buddy, <laughs> all the Pirates fans collectively go, oh, I don't know, <laughs> yeah, because we've been watching what's been happening. Yeah, but, you know, and, and I told him I said, no, I I love that. I love that. It's not just pirate fans realizing what's going on in Pittsburgh, um, but just reel that back in a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, we're, you, at this point, at this point, because we got off to a hot start, I'm like, I think we have a legitimate shot to get a wild card spot, but we got to turn this stuff around. Did you hear that? <laughs> the notification? Yeah, I got enough. I didn't. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. So. <laughs> To piggyback off of what you were saying before the rude interruption, um, yeah, I mean, it's now four games over five hundred. We're one and nine in our last ten. We've lost our last two. Our run differential has gone from plus forty to plus ten. 
there's a lot of uh, eh, six and nine against teams over 500 right now. If we're going to win a division, those that like that has to get better. What I saw this team as prior to this specific Rocky series beat the teams you're supposed to. And I, I'm not sure we're there yet to beat the teams that are supposed to beat us. But if you could be that team, if the Pirates could be that team that still pushes, that still competes, that still wins series, and and then sure, you drop series against, I mean, we beat the Dodgers in a series, but then you dropped, you know, you're talking about dropping to Tampa and, and um, help me out here. Uh, Toronto. Toronto. And now you're going to go in, now you're going to Baltimore, who's in between those two guys in the ALE standings. You need to beat Colorado before going into that series. Yeah. Now you're looking at what could possibly happen this month with the schedule that we have is a huge, huge drop and, and undo everything that we did in April, except the fact that you're still going to be there. You're still going to be in the middle of the road if you do undo it all. You didn't do that twice, and now you're 20 games down. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I still like what happened in April. I think that we have the ability to play good baseball again throughout the year. I think that we're still on track for doing what we thought we were going to do, possibly still beating what I thought they were going to do if they just right the ship. And now you're going to have to do it against the Baltimore Orioles. Unfortunately, you're going up now. Granted, so like I said, this is Wednesday. Let's go into Baltimore. Let's let's kind of wrap this thing up here. Let's go into Baltimore. They've got a rubber game against the Rays. They just beat Tampa last night. They've got the they've got the rubber matchup tonight Wednesday. So when you listen to this, they're either six and four in their last ten, or they're five and five, and they just lost the series, or they just won a series to Tampa. I think that's not going to matter as much if they just lost the series to Tampa. They're going to be coming in saying, "Rats, let's get back at it." If they just won a series to Tampa, they're on cloud nine and they're ready to go, especially yeah. after losing the first game and then bouncing back and winning the second two. Friday night, we got Oviedo going, and then we got Rowanzi looking for a bounce back, and then we got Mitch. If you can steal one of those first two games, not steal, if you can win one of those first two games, if the offense can click enough to grab one of those games, I feel good about Keller going on Sunday. After what we've seen from Mitch this year, this year and on Monday, you got Keller in a possible rubber game or at least to avoid a sweep. Imagine if you take both of those first two games and you got Keller going for the sweep. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But if you can take one of those first two games, I like going into Sunday with Keller on the mound. See if you can take that series. And then you got two against Detroit after a day off. I can't hate that. Right. But you got to take care of business. And now you're going to have to do it against a team that maybe is a little bit like you. Hot at the beginning, maybe coming back down a little bit. I said it on Monday. I still think Earth is somewhere in between what we saw in April and what we're seeing right now. <laughs> I don't think they're coming back to Earth. I think this is, they're playing bad. Yeah. This is not normal either. I think if they were playing exceptional, they're playing really bad. There's a middle ground somewhere. We just need to figure out where that is because we don't know yet. Right. So you got anything about the Orioles or anything uh, before we get this thing wrapped up? 
I mean, the it, you've already said it. I mean, like there, there's a team that's similar to us with a bunch of young guys and a couple veterans. It's just, it should be a fun series if if we can kind of get back to where we should be and find that middle ground. Yeah, it, it should be a fun series to watch. I, I mean, our offense has got to get clicking. Their pitching staff is not. Uh, it's not as good as what we've ran into. I mm-hmm. think that if they're going to have a thing that's, uh, you know, a part of their game that's not as good is their their pitching staff. We we don't really know a whole. You know what I mean? Like there's a little yeah. bit of uh, there's a. I think that's where you can get them. But our offense has to click. Right. That's basically what it is. All right, guys. That's all we're gonna have for today. Hey, um, listen. Monday's show. I did this breakdown on Key Brian Hayes. If you haven't listened to that, it's about halfway through. Please go back and listen to it. A lot of uh, a lot of research went into it. If you feel like giving up on Key Brian Hayes, go listen to that. It's it's crazy. And look up the numbers for yourself. Compare last year to this year. It's a huge difference. He's he's unlucky, and I I, I don't like to just credit it to that. But please go back and listen. It's uh, check it out. We'll, we'll we're gonna shut this thing down for today. Happy Friday. Let's go into Baltimore and ruin their weekend. I think everybody in Pittsburgh likes to go into Baltimore and ruin weekends. So let's let that happen. Yeah. All right, guys, have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you again on Monday. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two October. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Buck.